0: Hello, welcome back to Autism with a Voice. Today we are going to talk about tattooing with autism. Now a lot of people are going to ask me why are you doing an episode on tattooing with autism and the reason why is because I'm about to get a tattoo in about two weeks. So I would like to tell you guys the process that I'm going through to get my tattoo done and also to tell you guys that this is going to be a two-part episode. So the second part is going to happen after I get my tattoo. So you guys can know what happened, how it happened, and all that type of fun stuff. So yeah, let's get down to it. So... Let's start out with tattoo artist, tattoo piler, and all that fun stuff. So... What I've done was I did a lot of research into the artist and... Well, not into the artist, but into the tattoo piler. And got some information on the artist that I want to do my tattoo. And basically, the reason why I'm doing research is because I want the right tattoo artist to work on me. Because... I want this to be... Nothing crazy, nothing drama, nothing with a lot of drama, nothing insane to make it easy going. And this episode's for parent, guardian, and individuals with autism. Um, so, one thing I have looked up in the tattoo parlor that I'm going to is what is their policies on COVID 19? That's the first one you should actually have, because generally, you want to know what their response to the pandemic is, and during this time, and I probably am going to have to make an updated series on tattooing with autism later on when the pandemic is over, so I'll keep you guys in touch about that, but let's get down to tattooing during a pandemic. Um, sarcasm, but yeah. Um, so, what I'm, so, um, making sure that the first thing you want to know is, are they wearing masks? Are they wearing proper equipment? Are they making everyone wear a mask who steps inside? Do they have a policy where everyone, were. Only one person comes in at a time. I've seen several tattoo shops do that. So that's kind of good and bad. Like, kind of good in a lot of ways. So I'm kind of happy about that. So, yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. <sighs> so, let's see. Knowing what you want. Knowing the tattoo that the individual or what you want is crucial because getting a tattoo is one thing that's going to stay in your life for, or will stick with you for the rest of your life. So really knowing what the individual wants or what you want out of the tattoo and making sure that it's good, fun, all that type of stuff. Make sure that it's not above the lower parts of your neck and your and above your above your wrist of your hands or above the wrist of the individual's hands. So yeah, keeping it all arms, center body mass, all that type of stuff. All right. Pain. Autism is not the best woman to get tattoos with. It's not it's the worst it's the worst person to get a tattoo with because autism also contributes to hypersensitivity. So, getting shots, needles, any of that type of stuff can be incredibly painful for us. So, numbing cream can be a really good advocate or a good thing to help keep the tattoo, you know, or keep, you know, make it as painless as possible. A lot of people will say, if you go for numbing cream, you're just backing out and you don't deserve the tattoo. I disagree with that because... When you get a tattoo you want something nice and painless. Or when you get a tattoo you want to minimize the pain. Because for the individual that pain can be way hard or way more painful than it is for you. Understand that everything that we go through is amplified. Or everything you go through is amplified for us because when If we're getting poked, that little poke can be less painful for you, but it can be incredibly painful for us. So getting numbing cream to help reduce the pain is a lifesaver. So doing that, and also talking to the tattoo piler and the tattoo artist about the numbing cream you're going with because they may have recommendations or they might oppose to the tattoo cream you're going for. I am going for something really strong but I also checked with my um, with the tattoo piler to see if they approve and they do. Um, also, making sure that they, that they can Give you breaks or give the individual breaks. Someone who takes their time to do the tattoo is also helpful. Picking a tattoo artist who does it nice and slowly, who does it fast but also gives a lot of breaks, because getting a tattoo to anyone with any with autism can be incredibly painful. So, making sure that the that the tattoo artist gives a lot of breaks, gives a lot of time, and someone who also gives some numbing cream in the middle of the session to help reduce the pain, take it down. So yeah. And that's really crucial. Someone who works with you are the you are the individual because if you have someone that works with you who's nice, friendly, easygoing, that's the type of person to go with. Spend, spend more money on quality. There's a, that is a good saying, or you get what you pay for. Spending more money on a tattoo, yes, it is costly for something that's going to last for the rest of your life but don't go cheap because a cheap tattoo can be more harmful than a normal tattoo. A good tattoo artist that takes safety precautions can really really make an impact so really going for that. Planning everything in advance and You know what, I've heard that some tattoo parlors do this, where they rub the needle against the skin to give you a feeling of what it feels like ahead of time. So really planning ahead and getting a feel for what the needle feels like. It's key to know that. And it might be the best thing to do, who knows can be helpful to know what to expect so yeah thank you for tuning in and I hope you guys are having a wonderful day I know this episode's short but also I'm a little tired out for from um looking up tattoo artists and all that type of stuff so thanks for tuning in and stay safe And have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.